with the John Curley Sherry Elliger Show. What is it, Trucker Scott? Scott here for the John and Sherry Show. Ready for some more news payment. Woo! Huh? You ready? Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Trucker Scott. Bevy in the news! Joe, I didn't get a chance to hear all how the all the other great hosts here at Cairo Radio covered the Jeff Bezos story, right? Jeff Bezos selling a bunch of stock. What's yeah. the general take on that? I should have. Well, Frank in the attention. web department did a feature on it, and he says it's it, it is just pure vanity that Jeff again wants to become the richest man in the world. Uh-huh. And I I'm, I don't I don't understand how selling stock makes that makes it any different. I would assume your value would stay the same, but that's his mm-hmm. take on it. I see. All right. That was it. Okay. And the rest of everybody else is chewing on it during doing their shows and stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to listen, unfortunately. Here's a question you ask the listener. If you're driving down the road and you see one gas station selling gas for $4 and the one across the street is selling gas for $3.50, do you go over, do you make the left-hand turn and go around and save 50 cents a gallon? I would say most people do. That's why they advertise 50% off or 10% off. That's why people have sales because it motivates, right? Uh, A price is a signal. It tells the buyer that that you could probably have your money over here and not spend as much there. You spend over there. That's simply what Jeff Bezos did when he decided after 30 years to leave Seattle. Every year, Sherry, he would sell stock. Since, what, 1989, he would sell some stock. Or 1998, he'd sell some stock, sell some stock. Cash in at the top. Like it where it is, turn it into cash, get it. There you go. Uh, he did that in the state of Washington where there was no income tax, but then the Supreme Court was able to reinterpret words and then they put the capital gains tax in place. Although the IRS sees capital gains as a tax, the state of Washington was able to somehow see it not as an excise tax. So they were going to whack him. So as soon as the tax went into effect in 2022, Jeff Bezos just Stop selling. He didn't sell any stock in 2022. He didn't sell any stock in 2023. And then he went to Florida. And no sooner as he get there, he sells the stock. So Jeff Bezos, not in an attempt to be wanting to be back on top as the richest person in the world, but he simply just wanted to save money. As you would make the left-hand turn to go into the gas station selling gas for 50 cents less than others, Jeff Bezos is not a dumb person. He realized he could save himself a whole bunch of money. So total amount saved. Do you have that number there? Do you see it, Sherry? I sent yep. it over to you. Do you see it? So what he's, uh, what he's hoping to do, according to this, is he's going to unload about 50 million uh, yes. shares of Amazon before 2025, before January 31st of 2025. Those yes. sales in Florida will save him at least $610 million. Ma, well, that is some. That's good news, good news to me. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. So, you folks in the state of Washington that wanted to get the money from Jeff Bezos, well, too bad, so sad. The guy leaves. He leaves because, just like you would go somewhere else to save money, Jeff Bezos goes to Florida to save money. So you were thinking, oh, we've got him right where we want him. We're going to get that money from him because he goes to sell stock. We'll go and get it. And then we'll we'll get that money and give it to somebody else. And that'll be so sweet because let's face it, 
you know, he's a billionaire and he doesn't really deserve it. I saw as Thomas Sowell said one time was something like, what what is the fair share that you deserve of someone else's uh, labor? It was over the fair share and fair share. Well, Jeff Bezos should pay his fair share. Now, Jeff Bezos left because you wanted to tax him. And he realized I can leave and go somewhere else. So Seattle is out six hundred and ten million dollars. Um, the state of Washington out that money because Jeff Bezos is just smart enough. Smart like a fox to realize I'll just go somewhere else. Where I don't have to pay it. Now, who loses? Well, I know Jeff Bezos gives a ton of money to Fred Hutch. Mary Bezos, his mom, they've given like, I don't know how many millions of dollars to Fred Hutch for research cancer, research for cancer. Wonderful that Fred Hutch gets the support. Does Jeff Bezos continue to give it? I know he gave a lot of money to uh, Museum of Flight. He's given money to other various small charities and big charities as well that need nonprofits that needed the support of Jeff Bezos because he was living here so he would help out. I think with Mary's Place and a few others. Well, I don't know if he's necessarily going to keep giving because he doesn't live here anymore. He's in other places and nonprofits will be all over him to, hey, do something for Florida. So by trying to get the money from him, by trying to cut open the golden goose and get all those eggs out of there, the golden goose just flies away. So too bad. Just like other rich people that have leaving California, other rich people leave uh, the state of Washington because you just go somewhere else where you can go somewhere else and not have to pay those taxes. No. Well, you know, he's never admitted that publicly, that that's why he moved. He said it was because his parents were there yes. and he could be uh, closer to his you know, space stuff and all of that. So he's never come right out and said that. I mean, well, but it's course. obvious. But, you know, but he had, I, I just wonder what kind of an impact it would have had if he had just owned up to that and said, I'm leaving because this is outrageous. If I can s- save six hundred million dollars, I'm going to do it. Would there have been a backlash or would people would people who wanted this capital gains tax pay attention to something like that? Uh, he's probably tries to stay fairly apolitical, buys the Washington Post, but wants to sort of cut it down the middle. And he's probably got a lot of socialist lefties that are involved with his organizations that don't want him to say it out loud. But here's the question. Why did he not sell any any stock in 2020? He right. sold it almost every single year. Why did he all of a sudden decide, I'm not going to sell in 2022, not going to sell in 2023? You could say, well, the stock price. No, but uh, sold every year. Why did he stop? He doesn't need to say it out loud. People know. People that are smart enough know. He left because, you know, he doesn't want to pay it. You think he would have? it would have been better if he had, had announced that? No, I was just wondering what you thought the the reaction would be. If people would be mad at him or hold him accountable, I mean, I think everybody, it's not really a secret. I think most people assume that's why. But if he had just said, this is this is going to hurt, I know, but a lot of people with a lot of money aren't going to stay here because of it. If he set the example for that, would anybody have cared or thought about changing anything based on his decision? I don't think he gains anything by saying the obvious. I just don't think. And when Warren Buffett does that whole thing about you should tax me more and there's no reason that my secretary pays a higher percentage than I do, that is just a crock. And Warren Buffett, as much as I admire his stock trades and stuff, come on, Warren, come right out. If you want, the U.S. Treasury will accept money at any time. You could write it out on a check and you could just send it in. He says, well, it's not, I'm not, it won't do anything if I do it. Change the law so that everybody has to pay it. Well, in the meantime, 
Why don't you lead the way? Be the first one to write the check, Warren, and send it into the U.S. Treasury. And there you go for the amount of money, the same amount of money that your secretary pays because you get passive income. They tax it differently. But he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Not until they change the law. Well, there you are. That's a that's a real hero. No, mm -hmm. Bezos is not dumb, so good for him for leaving. RFK Jr. apologizes. This is very weird. The com another commercial that ran on the Super Bowl. Didn't RFK Jr. know about this particular ad? It doesn't make any sense. It was done by a pack, a super pack, but you figure they would have run it by him, right? Well, I don't know. It's That's what's sort of curious about this. He's claiming that he had no knowledge of it or he's saying that you know there, there really wasn't anything that he could do about it because you're not allowed to get involved with a, with a super PAC you're not allowed the candidate's yeah. not allowed to be involved with it um, but I think it was his cousin um, was it Bobby Shriver or some, one of them really had a problem with it and said our family would never agree with the sort of health uh, statements that he's come out with, like not vaccinating and things like that. So he wanted to defend that or wanted to, I guess, say he was sorry. Um, and he said, I'm so sorry if the Super Bowl advertisement caused anyone in my family pain. Uh -huh. He said the ad was created and aired by an American Values Super PAC without any involvement or approval from my campaign. FEC hmm. rules prohibit Super PACs from consulting with me or my staff. I love you all. God bless you. Ooh, wow. Do you want a man for president who's by the way, they replaced JFK's face with Robert Kennedy's face in every one of these old sort of 1960s commercials. So kind of colorized, black and white, and then there's some red and different colors in there. It's just the they took the exact ad, took it out put rfk jr's face in there in black and white images you had to really look kind of closely at it and then you'd be like oh whoa because it didn't come up really big on my wife's season through and through a man who's old enough to know and young enough to do well it's up to you it's up to you it's strictly up to you american value 2024 is responsible for the content of this advertisement Oh, now, okay. his press secretary said this in a separate statement to t CBS News. We are pleasantly surprised and grateful to the American Values Pack for running an ad during the Super Bowl where more than 100 million Americans got to see that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running as an independent candidate for the president of the United States. Ah, okay. So that she said thank you. He said I'm sorry. <laughs> The, his brother, or his, um, I guess this would be his uncle, when JFK ran and Frank Sinatra ran that and did a song, took, uh, rewrote the lyrics up, you know, whoops, there goes another rubber tree. And they re he rewrote it for um, JFK and then finished the song, was instrumental in JFK being elected. And then when he said, okay, I'll come to the inaugural ball, one of the balls, Frank Sinatra was invited. And he says, oh, okay, I'll, I'll get Sammy to come. And they said, no. Uh, we don't want Sammy Davis Jr. there. And Frank Sinatra was shocked and went, kept going up, got to JFK, said, so Sammy's going to come with me. Uh, no. And I think Frank ended up not going because It was Dean it. Martin that didn't go. Dean, Dean Martin, Martin didn't go. Dean Martin, uh, as a protest, because he couldn't go, he was the one that I think all of the Rat Pack, you know, thought it was 
horrible that they didn't include him because, you know, Sammy Davis Jr. was part of that whole thing for Kennedy. I mean, he did all sure. the same stuff with that, that the rest of the guys did. Yeah. Dean Martin said he was not he, he would not attend. Yeah. And the reason that they didn't want Sammy Davis Jr. to attend wasn't because he was black. It was because he had a white wife and they were concerned that that would be, I don't know, offensive or something. Wow, look at you with some little bits of <laughs> trivia news jumping in there, huh? 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 Very Cronkite. Yeah. yeah very Cronkite of you. Yeah. You had him dying back in the 70s. Look at you coming back, Sherry. Oh, uh, well, you know, my brain's only so big. <laughs> you have to for- Apparently, according to one of the ads, you have to forget something yeah. to remember something. <laughs> yeah, like how to sit in a chair. Uh this is um, so Joe Biden, by the way, has uh, they decided they're going to put him on TikTok. They ran a TikTok thing. He didn't do the interview, sit down interview with CBS, but they did run some TikTok stuff. He once called the platform a threat to democracy. But um, here he is. Uh, the, here's the spot. In case you missed it. Chiefs or Niners? Two great quarterbacks. Hard to decide. But if I didn't say I was for the Eagles and I'd be sleeping alone, my wife's a Philly girl. Game or commercials? Game. Game or halftime show? Game. Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey? Mama Kelsey. I understand she makes great chocolate chip cookies. Deviously plotting to rig the season so the Chiefs would make the Super Bowl or the Chiefs just being a good football team? I'd get in trouble if I told you. Trump or Biden? Are you kidding? <laughs> Biden. There you go. Let's uh, get the kids. Some people were concerned that by doing this on TikTok that the Chinese government could somehow get to people or something because it had like – I think it was like 10 million views or – it was uh-huh. a lot. A lot of people uh, watched it. Yeah, that, that, he, that he knows that he has to choose the eagles because his wife wouldn't let him wouldn't sleep with him if the Chinese find that out. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Over the weekend, the uh, White House doing everything it possibly could and the pushback on Biden and his age and the rest of the stuff. There's there was the New York Times editorial. It looks like everybody's saying, Joe, step out. Joe, step out now. Get out now. If you really care about the country, step out. You're not going to get any younger because you could fix a whole bunch of things. Let's say it was somebody else who was running. You could fix the message. You could fix the how you deliver it. You can't fix age. There's no way it gets worse and worse and worse. I watched some clips of him. I was going to play it today on the air, but I thought, oh, we don't need it. But like three years ago, so I looked at four years ago, three years ago, two years ago. It's remarkable the decline in his mental acuity. And now they're pushing Kamala Harris hard. She is out on the out on the husks and she is doing everything she can and now you're getting the stories about she's ready she's ready to serve here comes kamala so yeah i predicted that that we're going to see this push for her because that means you you don't have to worry about voting for biden go ahead and vote for him because kamala harris is at the ready and she is going to be fine if something happens to him Wow, look at you. Another powerful <laughs> move, huh? I experienced huh? great joy. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> boom, pshing, boom. You need to get to go. I need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home. See, she's ready. She's ready. <laughs> to get to go. <laughs> She'll be down there. Yes. Oh, yeah. 
choices. Good, good, good idea. You could be part of the show rather than screaming at the radio. Why not write to us? Vent that spleen, Sherry. Vent it. Vent it. Right. You can live. All right, Teeny. I think you can live without your spleen. It was a big deal in high school. Jackie Layton got hit got hit by a motorcycle and lost his spleen. And we're like, oh, we were all praying for his spleen. Yeah, but you can't eat seafood after your spleen is out. Because a friend of mine did it. (laughs) I mean, a friend of mine had her spleen removed, and we wanted to go out to sushi, and she said she couldn't do it. Okay, well. What what would happen if she did? I I don't know what the spleen does. Uh, Apparently... Vent it, Sherry. That's what I'm trying to get to. You can write to us. Oh, I even forgot that part. My- Northwest.com. <laughs> Come in through the uh, Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line, one 973 Look at Teeny jumping in early on the show. Good for you, Teeny. The letters are coming in. Texts are coming in. Get ready. I'm uh, just going to, before I talk-, talk about the weekend just real quickly, on the, um, the- we'll hit the Super Bowl, Joe, if that's okay with you. Uh, having not watched it, I, I was laying there on the couch, very tired, had a long weekend in Wenatchee. Nick and I are like, let's go away somewhere. I thought, Wenatchee. We're like, well, good enough. <laughs> go there. <laughs> Have dinner. Walking back. And we're like, look at all the people heading into the convention center. There's these bright lights in there. Ooh, let's see what's going on. Walk in. Well, it's the Apple Blossom. They're picking the print of uh, the queen and her court. So we walk up and, um, if I had some problems with the American Express, apparently when you don't pay the bill, <laughs> they don't let you keep charging on it. That's crazy. Uh, well, we had some, we had, got stolen and all this other stuff. So hand them one card. Nope, that one doesn't work. That one doesn't work. We can, and then finally we get a card. She says, this works. Uh, we, have no two, we have no two seats together. So then she noticed, she goes, oh, oh, you're John Curley. Oh, we have press seats. So I'm sitting in the press seats. For no reason at all, other than we had nothing else to do. But wait, so we can, went to can the, you go back hmm. and explain what, like, you said prince and princesses? Oh, or? no, the, the the queen. The queen and her court. So is this like so a, the, be- it's a beauty pageant, right? Oh, it's not a beauty it's pageant. It's not. I mean, okay. the girls are beautiful, but this has been going on for like 105 years. The Apple Blossom Festival always has a queen okay. and has its court, and this is part of the Wenatchee, the heritage of Wenatchee, and they, then they come for all the... The torchlight parades. It's a big, big, big okay. deal in Wenatchee. This thing goes on and on. The place was sold out. You can get a, two seats together, Joe, especially with the press. So I, um, we were sitting there watching, and I was really impressed with everybody. Was they were the, the girls were amazing. They're seventeen and eighteen years old, but they have they had to write an essay and give these speeches. Each one was just as wonderful as the other. They were so well-spoken, just so articulate, and so thought-provoking was each speech. I was really amazed by the whole thing. And um, then I saw the one, of the one of the ones we thought did really well. She ended up winning the thing. So that was our evening of entertainment in Wenatchee was going to the, uh, uh, the Queen and her court for the Apple Blossom Festival. Very exciting weekend in Wenatchee. So imagine how tired I was. Super Bowl comes around. I'm laying there on the couch. <laughs> Uh, since we don't have the television that could get us the big screen, we're watching on Nick's phone. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Not like watching the big game. <laughs> on the little phone. On a phone. <laughs> and she's, Nick's only tuning in for the commercials, which she was kind enough to wake me up for. Every 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, here comes one. I, did, I watched those things like I was my dad. 
I used to watch MTV with my father, who knew not one pop culture reference other than Madonna and Michael Jackson. We're watching MTV. Every black person that came on, who's that? Michael Jackson? A woman comes on. <laughs> who's that? Madonna? I'm like, no, Dad. It's Joan Jett. Or, you know, what's the one about um, the streets? Um, she's Cindy Lauper? Yeah, sure. That would, be, that would be Madonna as well. <laughs> okay. Everyone. So just like my father, I'm laying there I'm like, uh, turn the phone over this way. Who's who's that? Who? So every pop culture reference, because the thing was just jam packed with, you know, sudden appearances of people. And Nick's laughing. I go, why is that relevant? She goes, oh, because that's a reference back to, you know, I don't know, Barbie or whatever else it was. Like the, the, the guy that had the cream, some cream or something he's putting on himself and putting on some, he's climbing rocks. I don't know who that guy is. So all that's lost on me. I was like a 90-year-old man that had been defrosted from a block of ice and had no reference to anybody. Did you know them all, Joe? All those references of all those commercials? For the most part, yeah. I don't think there was... In the, yeah, definitely in the commercials. I knew I knew who most everybody was. Okay, got it. Sherry, were you up to date on all of it? No, um, I had it on, but I wasn't paying attention. So <laughs> it's a regular theme for me. Um, but I, yeah. uh, I, I knew that I could get all the commercials today. Okay. So I just Here's- thought I could. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's I, and what I, I was recorded thinking. it. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Just go through all the lists at the end if you don't have to sit there and watch it all. Like for instance, the NFL had a problem. Did they cut Cardi B's lip plumper thing? Did they cut it all together, or they cut it down, or they run it? Ran yeah, it they ran like a, a slightly censored version, I think. All right, it's time to plump yourself up, baby. Plumping gloss. Be bigger. So it makes your your lips bigger. I don't know how. But it makes your lips bigger. Sherry, have you figured that out? Well, yeah, there's lots of lip pumping uh, serums and things that you or gloss that will make that stings a little bit, but it makes your lips kind of a little bit bigger. Okay. So big. Plumper. Feel the plumping power. New Duck Plump Gloss from NYX Professional Makeup. This part they cut? Yes. Oh, are we going to write it? I assume so. I mean, there's no swear words in it. Mm. <laughs> so, okay, so everybody knows what's coming. Yep. So it makes your lips bigger. It plumps up things. Look, put it on your lips, makes your lips bigger. And then it all of a sudden gets interrupted by a big news And flash. we're live wondering why men put duck plump where it should not go. Oh. I said duck. D-U-C-K. Oh. We've got another <laughs> duck plumper. What is wrong with you guys? Duck Plump makes your lips bigger. Nothing else. Do you think it worked, though? It's a lip gloss. So they're all like in emergency wards and guys are running around, like, grabbing them, like, oh, no. I'm sorry. <sighs> Was it plumper? Did anyone see? It's for your lips. Okay. Anyway, they cut that part out. I guess they ran part of the commercial, and that was people were like, "Wow, I run that thing." The other one's kind of weird. The Jesus commercials. Did you watch that again, Sherry? All the sort of yeah, the the Palestine, all that. Now the one about Jesus washing the feet. Wa- Jesus washed the feet of friends. Oh, and enemies. those are yeah. They had those last year, didn't they? I don't know about the Jesus I, washing feet thing, but that yeah, that, that seemed to be he, pretty new. I I hadn't seen that one either. Okay, see, Sherry, you gotta keep up to date on this sort of stuff. <laughs> 
I had just, it on, but I wasn't paying know. attention. So they'd have like a picture of a cop washing the feet of a black guy. They had the some guy. It was like always the polar opposites. They had the yeah, like a Christian some, oh, and a Muslim. Yeah, yeah they minister. did this last year. Oh, I'm almost they? certain. I think so. Yeah, it was. It was the whole thing about. Oh, was it on in the background, and you happen to catch it out of the corner <laughs> of your eye, doing that kind of research? Yeah. They had well, a minister washing the feet of somebody you know, look like uh, uh, maybe non-binary or whatever. Somebody sitting there with the roller skates off to the side. I got news for you. Jesus didn't wash the feet of his friends and enemies. He washed the feet of his disciples. That's it. And he didn't even wash the feet. Most people debate whether or not he washed the feet of Judas. At the Last Supper, Who? someone's going to betray me. Who is it? He says, I'll dip the bread into the wine and I'll hand it to the person. He does. He gives it to Judas. And then Judas runs out immediately. Then after dinner, they then wash, he washed the feet of the disciples, basically saying, you will be like basically my priests. You will be the beginning of this church. So he washed the feet of his disciples, not friends and enemies. So nice context. Good try. But um, well, the, the bigger problem, I think, is a lot of people don't know that about the Bible or, or that tradition and like Catholicism and Lutheranism. So they're like, why is Jesus have a foot fetish? Like, what's with the feet thing? Like, most people just had never heard of that. And that's so today. Everyone's like, what's with the feet? This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> really? I swear. I swear Are to you. Are you kidding me? Yeah. They've never heard that? No. <laughs> when you say they, who's they? I want just a, 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 a large portion of the population that's like, you know, like distantly familiar with Christianity. They don't know about, you know, they, they haven't read the Bible. They know who Jesus is and they, you know, they know a lot about yeah. Christianity. But it wasn't like, it was, but it was everybody that was all the, the bad guys right. washing the feet of all right. the victims. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. I think it confused people. Did it really? The, yeah. The, <laughs> Jesus so. had a foot fetish. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. For yeah. Sure. Word from the uh, common man. That's so okay. funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Walter Cronkite, Sherry. Mm-hmm. Last broadcast, 1999. And um, this day, 1999, Walter Cronkite delivered the final broadcast, CBS Radio News, the most trusted man in America. CBS News. I'm Walter Cronkite. The impeachment case against President Clinton is about to finally come to an end. The Senate is coming back in session right now and will vote shortly on the charges that the president lied under oath and obstructed justice. They've been deliberating behind closed doors now for the last three days and now the last past couple of hours. By all accounts, Republicans do not have the two-thirds majority they need to remove Mr. Clinton from office. Observers doubt that they even can muster a simple majority. So it was on this day that was his, la his last broadcast in 1999. The significance of Walter Cronkite is that he was the first guy who was in that position of reading the news, giving you the facts, just telling you what was happening. Walter Cronkite, uh, for the first time in 1968, decided um, when he went to the president of CBS and said he wanted to do a, an opinion piece, an editorial, they let him do it. It was about 47 seconds long. And it was the first time that anyone had done that where they rather than just reading the news after the news was over, he took time in his broadcast to give his opinion of something. And it they 
most people, historians, will say that it was that 47 seconds that changed American politics because LBJ had announced, whether this is apocryphal or not, they don't have it all actually written down, that he said that if when he had lost Walter Cronkite, he had lost Middle America and then would probably have end up losing the war. So I think I think it was a couple of months after, maybe it was a month after Walter Cronkite's 47 seconds laying out his opinions about the Vietnam War that LBJ decided not to run. So much has changed because every single one of these people that are on there now, you're constantly getting kind of a mishmash of news and opinion of how they deliver the news, how they slide it, slant it, twist it in order to fit their own opinion of the news. In this case, Walter Cronkite broke away from the mold of just the guy reading it to all of a sudden the guy adding his own opinion in there. Joe has just a little bit of it from uh, Walter. For it seems now more certain than ever that the bloody experience of Vietnam is to end in a stalemate. But it is increasingly clear to this reporter that the only rational way out then will be to negotiate, not as victors, but as an honorable people who lived up to their pledge to defend democracy and did the best they could. They really yeah. liked the teletype back then, huh? Yes, they did. <laughs> You're going in the background there. News is happening all the time. There was oh. a, an article that talked about the his most uh, wor- newsworthy uh, announcements, and one was the JFK assassination. Remember when he right. started to cry? The Vietnam War, like you said, if you've lost Cronkite, you've lost the middle America. Uh, mm-hmm. In 1968, at the DNC, uh, he got caught on a hot mic saying, uh, I think we got a bunch of thugs up here. And the, oh, yeah. the moon landing, he was uh, said, boy, oh boy, woo boy. <laughs> and then, of course, he covered the Watergate scandal. Yeah. I think he was actually down in the crowd there in Chicago, and they were roughing people right. around. He had yeah. the microphone, and yeah. they were pushing him and shoving him and stuff. And yeah, he got Lots a bunch of, of thugs down here. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, his immortal words again for the moon landing, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, woo, boy. Woo, boy. Woo, golly. Well, we trusted him. Yep. <laughs>